Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun. And scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part three in our series, More Than a Resolution, Your Game Plan. And we start this show with a quote attributed to Anonymous that says, I no longer believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in daily resolutions. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that I has I think to- that's a good one. New Year, that's a really big thing. Yep. Right? We bring it back into the daily and we're going to be talking about some really practical ways to do that in today's show. Makes it actionable, makes it doable, makes it manageable. And so mm-hmm. you can really get into it. But first, we start- each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone in the one family whose marriage has had transformation, who's experienced breakthrough. And this one starts with my husband and I met when we were 14 years old Wow! and we got married at 18. Wow. We were kids and had no idea what we were doing. We got pregnant after only three months of marriage and began our parenting journey. Whoa. Okay. Lot happening. Holy. Okay. Wow. We now have two boys and sex after babies can just not be the same anymore. After learning that my husband's love language is physical touch, I was determined to change my thinking. Go girl. Come on. Hello. That would, that is a word for somebody. Yes. Right. Learning what your spouse's love language and then changing your behavior. Uh, She said, I knew I needed to work on me. He had always mentioned throughout our marriage that if he didn't initiate sex first, I would never want it. I had problems handling my body after baby and feeling comfortable during sex. But after listening to y'all, I felt confident and sexy again. Right on. I finally enjoy sex and it's a life changer. We are learning so much about what we both like during sex. And we are currently doing a 30 day sex challenge. My husband tells me all the time. We all, you all a huge thank you. He walks around with a huge smile on his face all the time and says how connected he feels to me. You changed my life. Mm. You changed my marriage. So rad. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm floored. Uh, in, in all honesty, I'm floored from the first couple of words of just being met at 14 years old, married at 18, getting pregnant three months later. I mean, what a whirlwind and, and to hear the transformation and, and the shift in the mindset to, to know that you're a beautiful woman, that your husband desires you. And you, you had to do what we did well, it was two years ago. What can I do? Mm-hmm. I said, what can I do? And, and instead of trying to fix maybe him or other circumstances, you just said, Hey, what can I do? And, and you did. I love it. Let's go. Well, and I love how, how this hug in particular ties in both with this year's hashtag, which is dream again. I mean, this mm-hmm. couple has a new dream, yeah. a new lease on life. And it also ties in with this show where we're talking about your game plan right? You know, she implemented a game plan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, action, specific actions to change her marriage. And, and, you know, when you read that last line or when you hear that last line that says you changed my marriage, it's because there was action. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, something had to change. Something had to change. We can't just wish for it. And, you know, as Tony said at the top of the show, this is part three in this series, right? Where we've been talking about more than a resolution, more than just that wishful thinking that, you know, seems to pop up in January as everybody's like, oh, what's your resolution this year? And interesting in this, in this series, people have said, well, it sounds like it's a commitment. And I've gone back and said, yeah, mm-hmm. a resolution can be a, com- a commitment. Um, and I also love that because our tagline from the get-go was sex, love, and commitment. And so if you see resolutions as commitments, it's okay. It's a wording choice. Flip the word, make it work for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we, we defined what a resolution was, which mm-hmm. is, or what a resolution is. And that's a firm decision to do or not do something. In part two, we talked about, you know, what keeps you from having success. And, and now we're in this place here in week three, where it's time to pull all of that together to move you and your marriage forward, to take what you want to do and what your challenges are, right? Because once you know what the challenges are, you can actually put in systems to overcome the challenges and to, to get into this place where, you know, maybe you've taken your dream card, right? And you're like, okay, these are our dreams. How do we make them a reality? How do we take what, what we want to see this year or in the next five years or in the next 10 years and actually put some feet to that mm-hmm. so that you start walking in that direction. And I just want to say, if you're like brand new to the show, first of all, welcome. We're super excited that you're here. But if you are brand new and maybe you haven't gotten your dream card yet, you can get yours at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash dream card. And, and, you know, as we're talking about this, and as we, like last week, I know there were a lot of you listening to that show and going, yeah, we have challenges. There are challenges to making these resolutions a reality. There are challenges that keep us from being able to honor, you know, as Tony said, honor the commitment that you've made. And so getting into this place where we say, okay, what's our game plan mm-hmm. for th- those of you that have been listening to the show for any length of time, you've heard Tony say at the top of every show, what do you say? What, what part of the show? We're scheduling sex. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex. has taken the guesswork out of wondering when, when you're going to get some, that is a game plan, mm-hmm. right? We, we've built it in to, to the fact that you all hear it Every, like that's one of our game plans mm-hmm. because for us, I mean, we, we had talked many years early on in our marriage about, you know, wanting more sex or, or having a great sex life. Like this was something we'd resolve. We'd be like, oh yeah, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the month when we're going to do this. And instead it was like, want, want, want. nope. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work the way we planned, at least before the intimacy lifestyle was put into play is, is what Elisa is saying there. Correct. Right. Because, yeah. because what happened was we did the 60 days of sex challenge. And if you haven't listened to that episode, that's episode one. It's the, the episode that kicked off all of this. We knew that we wanted to, to have more of a structure. We knew we needed more of a structure mm-hmm. because just wishing and hoping and saying that we were going to have more sex wasn't working, wasn't making that happen. And so we, you know, during the challenge, it was easy. We had a plan. We're like, these are the only days that we're not having sex. And that was if somebody was traveling, if somebody was sick, or if I had my period. Mm-hmm. We understood that. But coming off the challenge, we're like, well, well, what now? How do we implement that? And that's where, you know, around that resolve, around that commitment to have more sex, we put action into it. We defined what, our, what that area of our marriage was going to look like. And we've now been doing the intimacy lifestyle, what, 10 years? 11? No, like 12. 12. I don't know. Like you get to a certain point. Something it's like just, that. Like it's just, it's just been there. 
And I want to say for those of you who are like, oh, we've been, we, we've set up our intimacy lifestyle and it's not working the way we want it to. It's okay. That's what conversation comes in. And that's where you have to be able to go, okay, is it, is it the days? Is it, is it that the, the time isn't working? Are we not initiating correctly? Don't set it up and then just feel, figure it's just going to go on its way forever and ever. It's almost like, here, here's the analogy I, I think of. It's like putting car in a gas or gas, gas in a car and then just driving and thinking you're going to drive forever in that car and never going to have to fill it up again. Mm. What's going to happen when it gets on empty and you're on the side of the road because you didn't put gas in it, that's where you're going to be. You're going to be stuck. And yet, if you go put gas in it again, it's going to continue to run. And that's sort of like where we are when we're, we're talking about areas like the intimacy lifestyle. We can't just set it up once and then expect it to run forever. Even though Elisa and I have been doing it for 12 years, we've had to put gas in. We've had to talk. We've had to share what's working, what's not. So... Think about that when you're looking at your intimacy lifestyle, because I know I know you want to have it in place because it does allow you guys to have that sexual intimacy you desire. Mm-hmm. There just may need to be a little tweaking, a little gas needs to get back in there to make it work for the two of you. Get that engine running again. And the intimacy lifestyle, your sexual intimacy, that's just one area where you might want to make, a, you might be making a resolution this year, right? I bring that up because we've, because we built it into the intro of the show. It's a very tangible, you know, way for y'all to go, okay, what does this look like for Tony and Lisa? But I can't tell you how many conversations we've had with couples, you know, in coaching or at conferences. Mm -hmm. And just as a side note, y'all to come to the one conference, the dream again conference this year and check out what we're doing. You can find out more about that at oneliveevents.com. You know, so coaching clients, you know, conference attendees, people that we just talk to randomly when we're out and about and we hear things like, I, you know, this year, this year, we're going to spend more time together. You know, this year, this year, we're going to have more romance. That that's, you know, always a good one. Or, you know, this year, we're just not going to spend so much time in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to change our conversations and it, we're going to have deeper conversations. We're not just going to talk about the kids or what's going on at work or what's on the schedule. Or laundry. Do we talk about laundry a lot? Or we do we a, have, we have a lot of laundry and laundry tends to be talked about a lot in our household recently. I think it's because this house actually has like a big laundry room. So theoretically we can close the door to the laundry room and not have to, do, not have to think about it when it used to be like right in our face. Yeah. Which, anyway, we digress mm-hmm. coming back, coming back to the show. You know, if you don't put action around your resolution, then it's really just a wish and wishes don't just happen. They don't come to fruition, right? You, you can, you can make excuses for your choices, but your excuses like, Oh, this is why, you know, well, you know, this is happening. If you don't take action against your excuses, you're not going to see the results, right? If you don't, if you just stop with saying, well, this is, you know, you stop at the point where you just say, well, this is what's going to happen this year. And, And you just randomly throw that out on, you know, January 1st, or maybe you're in a season where it's, you know, March 15th and you're like, okay, this is what we're going to do this next quarter. But that's all you do is just say it. How's it going to happen? How are you going to go from where you are to where you want to be? If you don't actually lay out a plan, businesses don't just like throw things out there and go, okay, this is what we're doing. 
they, they, they put teams in place. They put, they deploy resources. They deploy people and they say, you know, here's the business plan for this project. Here's the game plan. You know, you can't watch any sports event. You can't without seeing the coach, specifically if you watch football. Mm-hmm. If you see the head coach at a uh, specifically an NFL football game, you will see he's walking around with some kind of laminated card. And if you look at it, it's got a gazillion plays for all different kinds of scenarios, right? He's got literally has his game plan. Mm-hmm. And he refers to that thing for the entire duration of the game. Why? Because it matters. Mm-hmm. He's not just letting his players go out there and be all nilly-willy. And that's what we have to do in our marriages. We have to be just as intense as those NFL coaches who say, you know what, when this happens, right? That's an objection. It's a challenge. When this happens, here's what we're going to do. And that comes in over time, being willing to open up and be honest and transparent with one another. This isn't a one and done conversation. Not at all. This is, this is a constantly growing process. And, and I want to encourage you to know that marriage isn't something that we, we just said I do on that day and we're done and, and it's all good. I, I thought that way. And it's really why it led us to 11 years in that we were looking at divorce for the second time. Because I really thought it was just going to go, okay, it's like we, got, we said I do. What more do, we, what more do I have to do? You know, at the time, Elisa was a stay-at-home mom raising two kids, and, and I was running the business. I'm like, what more do I need to do? I'm the provider. I'm, I'm the good. provider. Money's coming in. What's, what's the problem? And yet, I began to realize that there's much more to this thing called marriage than what I had seen growing up, mm-hmm. or I had been modeled, or I saw on TV. And so I had to get my hands dirty a little bit and start learning and understanding Elisa and who she is and who I am even as a husband, as a man, what is, as a father, what does that look like? And change happens when we're willing to take that step and make that move. Can I just tell y'all that the only way to have something new is to do something new and different. Mm Mm-hmm right? You keep doing the same thing. You keep wishing, you keep hoping, you keep talking about it, but not putting action. You're going to get the same results. You may even take a step backward, but if you want those resolutions to come to fruition, now is the time to take action. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what are you resolving this year for yourself? You know, what are those things either on the dream card or maybe you sat down on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and said, you know, these are our goals for this year. What are those things? Maybe you're starting a new job and these are the goals that you have for that. Maybe your, your family's moving this year and you're like, okay, what is that going to be like when we move? What are you resolving to do this year? Start there. Then I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't listened to last week's show, listen to last week's show and be truthful with yourself to go, what are our challenges? Mm-hmm. What could potentially keep us from success? And be brutally honest with yourself and with your spouse because your success is on the other side of understanding what might keep you from success, right? Go there. And then how can you take all of that knowledge and put together your game plan? Again, NFL coaches, what do they do? They know what their goal is. They want to win a football game. They watch countless hours of game film about the upcoming opponents and they know what their schemes may be. They know what they may throw at them when they're at a, you know, a third and long situation. They know, you know, the quarterback generally runs these, you know, first 10 plays. They know all that. Those are their challenges. Mm -hmm. This guy's going to come at us with this kind of, you know, offense. And they scheme for that. They plan for that so that they can have success. And that's what we're, that's what we're taking. We're taking the goal is to win. Mm -hmm. Here are our challenges. What's going to be our game plan. And, you know, as we jump into this, I actually wanted to, to take a look at some of those examples that we'd previously mentioned in the show and, and really equip you all around those things, give you some of those questions that you have in dialogue. So it's not just like, well, you know what? Um, yeah, this year we're going to spend more time together. First and foremost, what the heck does more time together mean to the two of you? Mm. I actually had a husband on a coaching call, you know, say that to me, like my, you know, the other day he's like, yeah, my wife complains that we don't spend enough time together. And so I said, well, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Like how does she define time together? And if you don't know how your spouse defines more time together, if you don't know how your spouse defines romance, if you don't know how your spouse defines any of these things, you're walking in the dark. Ask a question. Mm hmm. You want to make your resolutions actionable? You got to play by the same definition. So ask what that means. Then in the case of time, you need to start saying, okay, where are we spending our time? Because you, part of the problem may be that, well, there's like two hours every night that we just binge on Netflix. Now, for some couples, that's totally what they want to do. For other couples, that's wasted time that they could be in doing something together. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no right or wrong there. Like there's no judgment. I'm just saying that could look differently for different couples. And that's where you guys have to have the time together to be talking about it Mm -hmm. and making sure you're doing your coffee break. If you haven't checked out coffee, the coffee break, take a break, a coffee break, please do. It's go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash coffee break. And honestly, it's about a half an hour, maybe 40 minutes every week of just sitting down and you begin to learn a lot about what's happening each and every week. And, and from that, you guys are, you guys are answering each other mm-hmm. and, and believe me, this isn't, this isn't just some like, Oh, everything's great. No, y- you're doing a little rating of each other and one another. There's and, feedback. And, and, and you're, you're growing in that. And I, for, and I know for some, you just be like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want my, my husband or my wife, you know, telling me that our sex life is, 
a three last week. And yet if it's the truth, then you guys grow from that. Because mm-hmm. Elise and I have had those weeks. And we've had to look at our weeks and go, why was that? And what happened? And Or we did have sex. And yet the reason it's a three is because we didn't have much time romancing each other. We didn't have much time in emotional intimacy. And because of that, we both felt flat. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what are we going to do this week? What, how are we going to change that so that way our sex life is a 10? Right. And, and it's, and it's, it's, you know, Hey, it's not always a 10. There's still weeks where it just drops back down because things happen in life. You know, as you're looking at time, you also need to, as you're looking at your calendars and where you're spending time, you actually need to look at what you can realistically shift to make more time for one another and how you're going to calendar and hold sacred the time that you do schedule for the two of you. You, You've got to look at that. You've got to put it on. And so finally, and with any of these, you have to have some measure of how we know we're successful. Like if we're going to spend, you know, let's say we're going to spend two hours, one night a week, you know, just the two of us. Okay. We'll calendar it. And you may put like a little heart on the calendar when you've actually succeeded. Mm-hmm. You may have a tally in your phone. You, you've got to have some way to measure to know so that you're not just coming back to each other and going, we didn't do it. And somebody's going to be like, yeah, we did. We did it on Sunday. Well, some people it's- will put, I mean, I've heard of people putting marbles in a jar. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people just having a little note that they're going to put, they're going to write something special that happened. Mm-hmm. Then they just put that in a jar. You know, there's, there's many a ways to do it. We have some dear friends in position of the month club who he loves spreadsheets mm-hmm. and she has come to love them. And there, there's a lot on those spreadsheets for them, but it's, it's tactical. So that way they can see where things are ebbing and flowing and where the, the, where they are having success. Let's make sure that we 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 celebrate our successes in our marriages. Mm-hmm. So often everybody's like doom and gloom. And yet what are you celebrating? Right. Not, not just your anniversary, that's once a year. We, we celebrate our anniversary. What are we celebrating? Well, and it's we've got it. We've got to be intentional about it. It's like, you know, the person that says, you know, this year we're going to have more romance again. What does romance mean? What does more mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, give me, give me something to work about that. Is that, you know, once a month we'll be, do something romantic once a week, once a day. What are, and this is a big one. What are the specific actions that convey romance to your spouse? Not what you think is romantic. What does your spouse find romantic? And you as a spouse have to be honest with yourself and your spouse when they ask. And I know this is hard because I struggle with this sometimes too. And Elisa will say, well, what do you want to do that's romantic? And it's like, uh, I don't know. And then I make up something, which I've done. Sort of like, oh, well, that that would be great. And then she does it. And I'm like, well, what, what was that? And it's like, well, you said that would be you know, romance to you. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I, you know, so you have to be able to share and go, this is what it is. Like when we do this, that creates this sense of romance in, in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So it, it, that one is definitely a two way street, man. You gotta be willing to, to, to share. And sometimes you may not know. And, And that's something where it's just like, you know what? Give me a day to really think that through, write some things down. What, what does that look like for you guys? 
Well, we have one, uh, one husband who's a summit partner in the position of the month club. And he put that out as one of his resolutions for the year. And he actually, you know, started to define that. He even said, once a month, I'm going to do something romantic for mm. my wife. So not only is it now in the, the private Facebook group, but she now has the show to remind everybody that, yes, he did indeed say that. But he's talking about that and he's building ideas and going after those types of things. But you, you take that and you look at different areas. Like another thing that you know, people have said is, you know, this year we're not going to spend so much time in front of the TV. Mm. Okay, that's great. What would you rather be doing? How are you going to spend that time? What does your spouse like to do? Mm -hmm. You've got to have, like if you're going to do something different, you've got to have a list of ideas on what else you can do. Otherwise, the default will be what's comfortable and what's routine, and that will be spending time in front of the TV. Do realize like some of those that are ingrained, they're habits. So this is what we've done. This is what we always do. Those are words that have been used. We use them all the time as well. And so to break that habit, you definitely have to have a shift of what is it we're going to do. If, if we're all of a sudden we're vegging out on the TV, what are we going to do that's going to shift that? Mm-hmm. And that is something that you guys have to define. And, and there may be times when sitting in front of the TV, because it's been a long day, because you've had all the kids, because it's okay. So, but there's definitely, there's maybe one day or two days a week where you're like, no, I don't want this. Like I want us to do something on Friday night instead of just coming home or Saturday night because, or Sunday, whatever it may be. So breaking that habit though, you're going to have to make sure that you have that set up, that you see it. And that once you get to that point where you're pulling out the controller and you're about to sit down and do that, it's like, Oh no, we're pulling out this, this board game. That's what we said we were going to do. I've heard of couples going, you know what? We read to one another, which I think is just absolutely amazing, you know, to just spend that time together to read to one another. I mean, wow, for them, such, such a connection. Mm-hmm. So you, again, we're talking about habits here too. And some of us have a strong will that just go, that's done and we're moving forward. Others, and I think I'm, I'm that way in a number of different areas. Sometimes I'm strong will. I can say, I'm not doing this and I'm done. Other times I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And it just, it takes me a little while longer to stop the old to get into the new. Mm-hmm. Well, and the last one is, you know, I wish or this year we're going to talk more about, or we're going to talk about different things besides kids and, and what's going on. And, and we, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have real conversations. Well, what else do you talk about? Right what for, do you want to talk about? What, what does about? that mean? Because I, I agree with you. Talking about kids, work, laundry, chores. I mean, after a while, I'm like, I don't even want to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to get to it. We got to move that needle to talk about something different. Right. And, and so is it, you know, you have to, you have to think, what do we want to talk about? Or what do I want to talk about? And then what are you willing to try? You know, is this going to be the year that you're going to implement the coffee break? And so you're going to schedule a coffee break once a week. Is this going to be the year that you implement the walk and talk or it's, you know, other variations like the drive and dive, the, the snack and chat or the sip and share. These are all different variations that the one family has come up with around this. What is that going to look like? How often do you want to have these deeper conversations and again, you know, everything that we do and we're talking about here as part of your game plan is, you know, how are you going to track it? Going back to my NFL example, 
right? They're looking at a play right after it happens. You can see the players on the sidelines with their Microsoft surfaces because they all have, you know, it says Microsoft surface there and they're reviewing what happened. They're getting feedback. They're tracking. Okay. How did that play work? How are you going to track your actions so that you know you're moving forward? You may have a calendar, you know, up on the wall. You may have, we've got another couple in, in the summit partnership. They actually have like a gigantic poster Mm -hmm. of all the areas that they've, that they've committed to, that they've resolved to work on this year, all the different intimacies. And they've got like check boxes next to them so that they, they can track, they can mark off. We've done it. Mm -hmm. And I would say when it comes to conversations too, like, you know, pick up our book, like connect like you did when you first met, pick one or two questions. You know, I think that the conversation tends to sort of like flow back and forth because kids and, and it may be the time that you do have together, but maybe it's, Hey, let's make sure when we have this time together or we're out on a date or we are on a walk and talk, like, let's just pick one or two questions. At least we're getting those in. So you may not get all of them. Maybe you're picking up 19 questions to amazing sex. You know, maybe you're talking one of those questions and then you may flow back into the, the normal conversation type stuff. Cause you do need to cover that. Mm-hmm. And I think that is breakthrough. That's a win. It's, it's the little things. And I think we want to see a big shift, but I think for Elise and I is sometimes, Hey, let's just ask these one or two questions. And, and yeah, we're out for an hour. Th- those two questions may take us 10 minutes, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, maybe more. And yet not be so like, Oh, well we can't talk about kids at all. Cause sometimes that's the only time we do have. So just uh, again, how are you guys setting it up? It may be a walk and talk where it's just like, Hey, we got a 20 minute walk. And all we're doing is we're answering these two questions in that 20 minutes. Okay, cool. If that's what works for you guys, go for it. So use an app to track it. Use, you know, a calendar on your wall. Or if you need community, because some people actually need community to be held accountable, right? Mm-hmm. Putting it out there to other people that's not their spouse really does create a shift. You know, come and join us in the position of the month club. Our summit partners have a private Facebook group where they do life together, right? They celebrate their wins. They hold each other accountable. They, they get involved in marriage and doing marriage well. And if you want to find out more about that, you can learn about it at positionofthemonthclub.com. But at the end of the day, your game plan is going to involve intentionality and tracking. You got to take action and you got to have a way to know that you are taking action to take that resolution, to make it more than a resolution, but to make it a lifestyle, to make it a way that you and your spouse do marriage. Mm -hmm. And I just want to ask this one question here at the end of the show. I want to ask you, and I really want you to think about it and, and you can even, you know, answer it in the comments on on the show page, but where will you be in the next 12 months because you decided to take action and to create a game plan today? Mm. Where are you going to be? Because when you do that, it will be incredible. Yeah. So it's a lot, it's a lot, but you got to have that game plan. So Make that game plan work for you. That's the key. It has to work for you. And you may have to finagle your way through some different ones and pull what works. But once you find it, stick to it, use it, have your game plan for you guys and for your marriage. Hey, this ends our series on more than a resolution, but don't wait or don't worry. Next week, join us as we start our new series 
dating your spouse. Honored and blessed to have you guys part of the one family. We're excited for this new series and we'll see you then. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.